Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. I hope everything is fine. Um, today is the 1st of February. It's amazing. We're here already. Wow. The first month in January has gone. First month of the year has gone. And this is election month for us in Nigeria. I've been saying to everybody, I said, Happy Liberation Month. Because for us, I believe that this is the month that God is going to do something great and awesome and mighty. And he's going to deliver us from the hand of those who have who have ravished the soul of the nation and who have shed the blood of the innocent and the righteous and the vulnerable and have, you know, carelessly done with that which is God's heritage. So I'm very hopeful for this month. And I pray that the good work that the Lord has begun, even until this point, he'll perfect it even until is coming and you know his purpose for us at this time will be fulfilled so i'll keep you posted <laughs> as the days go by and um i just want to thank god for you know my life and what he's teaching me every day i am growing in my love for god and i i think i'm comfortable with it because if i, I don't say i think i'm extremely comfortable with it because i have always been that kind of believer that felt that you know, I don't know how to do that faking, you know, serving God by force kind of thing. I've always felt that, you know, like when that scripture that says where Jesus, or rather that prophetic, I think it was Isaiah, one of them that said, the zeal of the Lord has consumed me. That's the way I've always felt that Christianity should be done. You know, I've always felt that that zeal had to be in you. And that zeal is what will then propel you to do the things that you need to do. You know, you, you I, I couldn't see... How? Because otherwise, you have your flesh that wants to do something completely different. You have your own will that also wants to do what is pleasing in its own sight. Then you have the corruption in the world that is calling you every day and telling you, you know, you have people who are there wanting to, you know, force their own agenda on you. You have the limitations of your own body, your life. Then, you know, there, there, there is so much that is just going on in the world. Then pressures, then the cares of this life. You know, the bills you need to pay, the things you need to do, the responsibilities you have, the obligations, before you start talking of even your own desires. So there's a lot, there's a lot that can actually prevent us from even having the mental or emotional space for God. So I've always felt that it had to be passion, it had to be zeal. Because, you know, I mean, Jesus also talked about when he said the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. The only thing, and I think that applies, at least I would say for myself, that has always been my case. If it's, I've always known, okay, yes, God, you are God, Jesus, you are Jesus, you know, but then I'm like, what? You know, this whole apostolic discipleship, you know, forsake your life, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. I'm like, ah, uh-uh. you know, is it that deep? You know, that kind of thing. So it, 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 it seemed like a lot. So I always prayed, I said, God, just, you know, walk in me inside because i felt if you make me that kind of person inside then it won't you know you just that zeal propels you it's like athletes when you see sportsmen if i when i see like people working out you know and i'm like wow you know the, the dedication to that gym regime is passion it's zeal because otherwise i mean really you wake up and punishing your body <laughs> everybody as in how you know so there's something inside of you that is motivating you so the person who doesn't have that zeal cannot put in the hours or the effort or go through the pain that you are subjecting yourself to so i've always prayed that god 
make it easy for me. And also because I, I, I also see that I feel that things, at least in my life, I have noticed, even in my secular code life, in fact, these days I don't have a secular life or a other life because I have merged <laughs> the two of them together. And I thank God because I think it's a very, it's, it's a very, it's something that the devil has really used to rob the body of Christ by us thinking that we should live a secular life and then a Christ life differently. At the end of the day, the secular life overwhelms everything. So there's one life. And at the end of the day, God looks at where most of my life is. You know, he's not going to look at the fact that, okay, on Sunday I'm a Christian, on Wednesday or at home I'm a Christian. It's really about modeling Christ everywhere that I go. And when he says, go into all the world and preach the gospel, he's not saying, make it an event. He's saying, carry Jesus everywhere you go. You know, he said, go to the bank with Jesus, carry him with you. Not necessarily by throwing scripture on people's heads, but living out Christ in how you relate to people out there on the street. And this is really, you know, work in progress even for someone like me. Because sometimes I come back home and I find myself, you know, I didn't handle that situation very well in the restaurant when this, my payments didn't go through or, you know, there was a glitch or something. I got upset. In fact, I handled one recently so badly. I felt so ashamed of myself because I was with a mentee. And I, I just, you know, I... Although, you know, yeah, they, they do get on one's nerves the way they handle some of these things. Well... Later, I looked at it and was like, it's not a big deal. Why did you make such a big deal out of this? And I felt, I just felt really bad. And so I realized that I I just have an issue in that area. So, and I was like, so later, you now come and say you want to minister Christ to those people. You've already shown them the kind of person that you are. So, but you know, I keep wondering when those things happen, I'm like, God, there's just a lot inside of me that has to be dealt with. So I believe that God has to work on me inside out. And I think it all starts with love and you know, even it all starts with love. It starts with love, and as we love him more, we want to be more like him, and then we pay more attention to his word. His word has more meaning to us. We get interact more with the word, and then the word changes us. And you know, it just becomes like a self-reinforcing cycle of things, and it really, really works out that way. So yeah, so I'm beginning to love God more. I'm not finding it, you know, burdensome to do things. Now you can see that something has really happened because even the podcast that. I was struggling to record every day. Now I actually look forward to recording. It's not a big deal anymore, you know. And it's God has rekindled the zeal. And I, I like it when I'm in that phase because honestly, I don't know how to do Christianity by force. I really don't know how to do it. And, you know, even when I was battling with certain things in my life, I would tell God, I'll say, take away the lust or the desire for those things because I am moved by passion. I'm a very quiet person on the outside, but I'm a very passionate person on the inside. In other words, I'm that kind of person that if I was to meet somebody that I really felt a deep connection with, I, I, it would be tough for me to, you know, not to follow after that connection. You know, it, it would be really tough. It would be really, really tough. Particularly in my younger years, it would be really tough. Even now, I still have, you know, some of those. It would be tough because I'm, I'm, I'm driven by passion. I'm a passionate person. I'm a passion-driven person. And you can tell when I handle things, when I do things, my passion drives me. You know, it it just even in my work, in my in, you know my work, my work, my professional work, that passion comes through. I don't do anything. I don't take on any client that I do I, any work that does not inspire me. Doesn't make me feel like oh yes, we're going to do something really. This is going to be a challenge. I I it has I have to feel inspired before <laughs> I take it on. And, I, and honestly, regardless of how much you're going to pay me. If I don't feel passionate about it, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take on the job. And regardless of how much I need the money, you know, and all that. 
because I know I won't be able to do the work well without the passion. It's just the way I am. I don't know why I'm wired that way. And I see people, I see that not everyone is wired that way. I see people able to do things in a very dispassionate way. I am completely not like that. I can't function without passion. So I have, I continue to pray. But now I'm happy that, you know, I'm feeling that passion. I'm feeling that zeal and it's burning like, you know, it's a flame. And I want it to really consume it. It's not consuming me yet, but it's getting there. And I'm very happy about that. So, because it's a good feeling. It makes me, it, it, it makes me keep close to God. I'm not struggling to pray. I'm not struggling to read the Bible. You know, like yesterday I was saying to myself, oh, I need to read the Bible. I haven't read the Bible in a while. You know, it's not, I'm not forcing myself. It's coming from within. The same way you feel like, oh, I need to go and eat rice now or i've mistaken rice or i need to get myself this or that you know that's exactly how i feel now about god and the bible and it's just a part of me and i was listening to one of my lecture school videos my i mean online seminary and they were talking about you know how we're all living with christ whether we the relationship we have with god the holy spirit and all that So yeah, so it just I'm just really really happy that I am in this space now where I am more involved in God and God is a bigger part of my life. In fact, he's he's like at the center of my life right now. He's really at the center of my life right now. And um I'm so grateful for that and he's at the center because I realize that he's the missing he's the fulcrum that I have been looking for he's the anchor that you know i i i thought my life was my life and then jesus would come and hold it and i realized that i am jesus is at the core he's the core and that without that without him being at the core of my life i am likely to falter i am likely to fall so he's not something that i come to show up a building that has already been constructed He's the central pillar. He's the one holding the entire structure. So I have to defend. I mean, that pillar must be there. I have to allow um, that pillar to be there. Make space for that pillar. Because without it, I am going to fall. And I think this is a new realization that I had. I, my concept of, of Christ and his place in my life has completely changed from what I saw it to be before. And I guess it's taken really, really tough experiences in my life to realize that, wow, I really cannot do life without Christ. I don't even want to do it without him. And um, I lean on him and, and, you know, I I want him to know that I'm depending on you, even though sometimes I may not, you know, talk to you about things. I may not say it, but... I need you to know that I'm dependent. I'm completely, 100% dependent on you. In fact, I'm completely dependent on you. And what I like is that he's responding to that. He's responding to the cry of my heart. He's responding. He's he's just, you know, I, 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 I'm just so, I don't know, I just feel so blessed. And you need to have listened to some of my podcasts a couple of years ago for you to know how much growth has happened and even me listening to myself speak like this, I just feel free. I feel released. I feel unencumbered. I feel like the 
chains that have been holding me have, have been set free. And I can't, if you ask me, I can't tell, although yeah, I have some idea, but I can't tell exactly what I did or what I was doing that was wrong before, although I have some inklings, but I can't, I can't say I really know. But the feeling that I have is more than just a feeling. Because when you have, for instance, when people, when you feel sad, you, you may not, particularly for people who, when you go through this, you know, depressive episodes or anxious episodes, sometimes you can't even pinpoint what is giving you that anxiety. Even though, yes, you may look at certain things in your life that are not quite right, but then you don't understand why it is weighing you down at that time, or I may not understand why it's weighing me down at that time, much more than any other time. So there is some aspect of it that I can almost say, okay, maybe it's this, but there's an almost on you know decipherable element that i can't even say yes but why is it worse today than it was yesterday because between yesterday and today nothing significant has has changed but for some reason i feel worse today so in the same way now that i feel better i feel much better i also cannot tell you why i feel better but i just know that i do Although, I can say, and I think for me, it's more about, I can just feel the presence of God upon me. I can feel the power of God. I can feel like I am in the place that the Lord wants me to be. I can't explain it any better than that. So for that reason, I feel protected. I feel secure. I feel energized. I feel at peace. I feel like whatever it is I need, whatever it is that comes against me, I will be able to handle it. I just feel like I am I am protected. That's just the best way. I'm protected. I feel very, very protected. And all that has changed is that I have hidden myself inside of him. I am hiding myself inside his word. I am putting him, Jesus is at the center. I mean, at the center of my life. Before, you know that, there's a song that says, At the center of it all, it's you that I see, there is power in your name. And that song talks a lot about Jesus being at the center of his, you know, a set of things going on, maybe challenges and trials, and you can see that God is going to work his way out of, you know, he's going to work his good out of it, and that's fine. But for me, I am now seeing Jesus at the center of my life, not just the it, not just the incidents around or the events of my life, but my life itself. My, in fact, my existence. I think that's better with the center of my existence. Because if I say my life, my life, yeah, it's, yes, it involves my trials, the things going on around me, the cares. But my existence, yes, I am now seeing Jesus at the center of my existence at the heart's core of my existence my existence that's the best way i can put it because if i say my life then it, it starts looking at you know the things i have the things i own but when i say my existence then you know that that means my every breath yeah yeah my existence yeah truly so um i'll just leave it at that um and um just thanking god 
I have no idea what I'm going to call this. Maybe I'll call it the zeal of the Lord, which I think I've already used that title before. Whatever the Lord is. But this is just me thanking God for allowing me to get into this phase of service, of worship, and love for Him. Because it's, it's, you know, when He says, My yoke is easy, my burden is light, it is actually very easy because He does all the heavy lifting. I am just on for the ride. So He enables me, He gives me the grace to love Him, gives me the grace to serve Him, gives me the grace to worship Him, He gives me the grace to obey Him. So all I am is actually just a recipient of His grace. I honestly don't know. So I do things and it may look awesome and majestic, but I'm not really doing it because God is enabling me to do it. And then I get fulfilled because I'm doing what I was created to do. And I get great results because I'm doing what I was created to do. So the struggles reduce because anything that is a struggle, I hand it over to God for him to do. I am no longer following my agenda, so I'm not struggling anymore. I am walking according to his peace. When he tells me, forget this, I forget. Pay attention to this, I pay attention to it. If it's getting tough, I tell him. You know, he, he, he is doing the heavy lifting and I'm really... So I think this is me learning. I'm learning how to follow God. That's it. If I was, I was in the driving seat, nah, I don't even have the stamina anymore. I'm learning how to follow him. And he says, this is very good. It's a very good experience being driven, <laughs> being led by him. I'm, I'm having fun. Anyway, I'll leave it at that for, for, for now. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.